Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance and today I'm so excited to introduce contemporary dancer and dance teacher Alyssa Lyle who's joining us to talk today about Fertile Ground, which is the leading professional early career dance company in the northeast of England. Hi, Alyssa, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, thank you. Have I pronounced your name correctly? Um, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Fantastic. So, well, first of all, let's talk about your own dance career. When did you start dancing and why did you start dancing in the first place? Um, okay, so I started really, really young. So um, my mum took me to my first dance lesson when I was three years old. Um, I have an older sister who, she's um, nine years older than I am. So she had been going to dance lessons and I'd always asked to go along. Um, so this is actually three months, my mum uh, took me along. And um, from there, I basically just kept going um, and it became um, my passion from there and um, so I started in like doing ballet and tap and stage and then um, as I got older I kind of progressed and I moved through into uh, ballroom dancing and I competed nationally um, in ballroom dancing and then when I came 13 I joined the Dance City Cat which is um, a centre of advanced training program based in the northeast and uh, that's where I kind of found contemporary dance. So sorry Alyssa um I lost you a little bit there on the Skype connection. Just want to tell us again, um, you, so you were competing nationally in ballroom dancing, which is, you know, you're a contemporary dancer now. That's quite a, an interesting background. And to be honest, not one I've really heard before, which is a really interesting sort of journey to where you are. Tell us about the, you know, the, the ballroom background and how you found your way to be, being a contemporary dancer. Um, so I think... Um, the dance school that I was at, they offered um, a lot of dance styles. Um, and Bourne was the one that I enjoyed the most. Um, it was the one that gave me the most opportunity to compete and to perform. Um, and so I think that's why I chose to comp- like to pursue that the most. Um, alongside of that, like, so because um, in Bourne dancing, you kind of have to... Once you hit 16, you then become an amateur, which means you have to take it really seriously, and that's when it kind of, like, takes over mm-hmm. a little bit more, or you can go into teaching. Um, so when I was about 13, I decided to, like, research into other dance styles that I could pursue alongside ballroom. So for a long time, contemporary and ballroom kind of ran parallel with each other, and I trained in both styles. Um, and then when I turned 16, I decided that I wanted to take my teacher's exam rather than go into amateur and continue to compete and then that's when contemporary kind of take, took over from there. And how did you find, uh, even as a very young dancer, the the physical style of ballroom dance versus contemporary dance is quite different, I would have thought. Um, how did you move between those two dance disciplines? Um, so, um, for quite a while I kind of um, was a bit apprehensive because the, the styles can often um, require different um, different uh, a different performance element, mm-hmm. I suppose. So, um, 
for a long time I wondered if if they were like um, overcompensating each other Mm -hmm. and then I had an amazing teacher who um, who told me um, to use to use the confidence that I had in ballroom to heighten my contemporary so I think I had more confidence in ballroom because I'd trained in it for so long Mm -hmm. Um, and he said to me one day he took me to one side and he said to me what you do in Bourne, you need to bring it into the studio within contemporary and you need to not view it as two styles. You need to view you as a dancer and you as a mover and all of those styles can come together and integrate and that's how you get your own style and your own flair. Um, so I think from that point, I kind of used what I learned and what I know about Bourne to enhance my, contem- my contemporary um, language, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And what did you end up studying at university in terms of your, your dance uh, course there? Um, so I studied the dance professional practice at um, Dance City, which is also in the northeast of England. Um, so that was a predominantly contemporary and ballet dance degree. And after you graduated, tell us about the dance experience that you were able to experience up in the northeast. Um, so during my training, so during the three years that I was on the degree, um, I took a lot of, um, I took part in a lot of um, fresh platforms and um, so the, their performance opportunities for characters who are maybe up and coming or are in days and so I would try and get involved in as much of that as possible. Um, during the summer of the city, they offer studio space out free to um, local artists and um, you can join in class or you, um, I was asked a few times to be involved in within those R&Ds which then led to more performance opportunities. So once I graduated um, I had connections already in the northeast with a couple of choreographers um, and then able to um, get paid work and was involved in more scratch nights and then um, this year I embarked on my first national tour just before I joined Sotar Ground. Ah, fantastic. And as a young young dance graduate, um, how, how are you finding forging a dance career that you find, uh, and is it one that you sort of find fulfilling artistically as well as financially? Um, it's, is, is there, do you feel like there are enough op- opportunities for you in the Northeast? Um, yeah, I think the dance scene in the Northeast is really great. So, and um, we have a base in the middle of um, Newcastle, which offers um, free professional dance class every morning. So we have a mix of contemporary and ballet, and then we also have like physical theatre. Um, the companies that perform within Dance City um, deliver professional class often. So there's always like there's there's a great um, opportunity to train, which is amazing. Um, and then from there you can network with other. Um, dancers within the region which is just amazing um, and I ha- although I've only been graduated a year I have felt like that, that the northeast is somewhere where you can um, find opportunities and make opportunities um, with all the all of the um, sorry, with all of the opportunities that are offered to you mm-hmm. by the space and by others in the region it it really does feel like 
it can be somewhere where an artist can base themselves and really fulfill themselves artistically. That's fantastic. It's such a, a great message to people who are thinking, well, I'm not in the, you know, the main centre, London. Can I have a yeah. career? Well, I think the answer to that is it sounds like you definitely can in, in the northeast and, as you say, in, in Newcastle. Um, and tell us about Fertile Ground. Um, this is the leading professional early career dance company in the northeast tell us about how you got involved with them and what makes this company so special to you um so the um the founder of fertile ground dora frankel and um, i'd known her for um through training within the building and um, her offices were based in the same building as my degree so i already um knew her i knew the current dancers of fertile ground so um Every yeah, the new cohort. So I'd known the dancers within that particular cohort when I was in third year, um, and I just thought it's just such an individual course. It's such an individual, an original, and it offers so many opportunities to dancers who have just come out. Um, I think one of the main things that can throw dancers when they first graduate is a lot of companies ask for dancers that have minimum three years experience or two years touring mm -hmm. and that's that's impossible when you first graduate so it's trying to find a balance of a company that you want to be part of but also that will allow you to even audition um so to be to have a company that is specifically for early graduates i just thought that was so fresh and it's such a such a good idea and it, it keeps dancers within the, within the region first of all but also keeps fresh like new graduates like hungry and and knowing that there is something out there for them to work towards and i think also what is exciting about fertile ground is that it also provides um a, a a place for local audiences to have a look at the, the fresh talent that's coming um, out of their own region, um, which I think is really exciting because it, it sort of adds to that local uh, cultural and dance scene, which I think is wonderful. Yeah, definitely. And, and there's also a lot of um, delivery of workshops as well within schools and things like that. So we can go in and deliver or perform to young children within the region which again I think is bringing dance to maybe children who haven't experienced before or just showing how you can come through within the region and like achieve uh, achieve and be part of a company which yeah is yeah absolutely and I was reading about Fertile Ground and you mentioned the workshops and the performances there um, and they you're also, well, the company has performances in uh, spaces, not just traditional dance spaces, so galleries and outdoor spaces. Um, you're, yeah. you're performing in uh, Fully Grounded, which is touring um, at the moment. Tell us about Fully Grounded and um, the work that you're doing there. So um, Fully Grounded is a double bill. Um, so we have two choreographers, uh, Regina Van Megan and Robbie Graham. So they've both created... Um, a piece each and it's based on um, borders and barriers both real and imagined mm -hmm. um, the two pieces are incredibly different so both choreographers took on a different slant on what that might be and what that meant to them so we do have a varied bill even even though it's only a double bill um, and then from there like you say we've uh, we premiered at Sutherland College on the 24th of April and then from there we've 
we're doing both traditional spaces and um, theatre spaces and outdoor spaces. We've done pop-ups. We're doing um, the tall ships, which is um, like a local celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also done the late shows, which was event, an event based across New Haven and Gateshead, where free art um, venues open up and then dancers and musicians and artists come in and just kind of show what they've been doing. So we were able to be a part of that, which was really exciting. Sounds like an amazing experience for, as you say, a young artist such as yourself to be able to dance, uh, you know, with two different choreographers, two different types of work across a variety of locations and different types of spaces. Yeah, no, it, it has been amazing. And it's, I think you learn a lot about yourself and you learn a lot about your own work ethic and what you enjoy and you get to experience two different processes as well which kind of makes you a more versatile dancer you get more preparation for what you may be asked for in the future um so the two pieces are different but also the two processes were, were very different so the way in which the pieces were created um were just very different and it allows you to be more organic in what you create and it gets it really, really challenges you as well so tell me about the two different types of processes. Um, tell us more about that. Yeah. Um, so um, Robbie Graham, which crea- who created um, Flashpoint, which is one of our works, um, he came in and he had um, props in his mind. He had music in his mind, and he was very set on what he, what he wanted it to look like. And he, he also followed a, a strict narrative, which is very evident within the piece. So um, you kind of see a journey of four characters like, go through um a story effectively um and it within that process um there was a lot of um tasks set by robbie mm-hmm. um which they were very um he had already kind of had something in mind of what he wanted so um we followed a, a kind of not a strict task but it was very honed in on what he wanted and he could already envision it within mm-hmm. his mind and we then had to create what he wanted. Um, whereas Regina, she started her first week with us. We um, improvised the full week. We played with um, different um, different music. Um, Regina has her like own style and she wanted us to move almost exactly like her. So... His style's very, it's very contorted, and it's the idea, it's the, it kind of follows the theme of one idea is better than two. So once you finish one extension, the, the next extension is already going. So it's all very fluid, and it all comes from different places. And you've got to try and find the most intricate ways of where that initiation can come from. And um, so for the first week, we just improvised, and we just played, um, and we played with weight. We played with that initiation um, and then from there she set small tasks but uh, realistically she built the piece as we went through it so she would get us and what she wanted us to do as well was when we'd finished the movement was just to keep going and then she could tell us whether she wanted it or not so mm-hmm. a lot of it was built from improvisation or just from us playing with different things and she she would say oh I like that can you do that again and you mentioned um, 
that through the touring experience and performing in those different locations and going through these two different types of processes with these choreographers, that you learn something about yourself and about your own work ethic. Tell yeah. us, tell us about that. Tell us about what you what you feel like you've learned. Yeah. Um. So I think it's just to be totally open. So, um. I think in a way I feel as though I can take this opportunity as almost learning learning still so I can still go into it with the idea of I could still be studying even though I'm not treated as a student I'm I still have that mentality of I, I'm still learning I'm still growing I'm I can still experiment and mm. um, but I feel it's a safe environment in which to do so so I don't feel like I can lose anything by experimenting or by um kind of playing with what I put out there or what I give. Um, and then in terms of, like, a work ethic, like, I think I've always been really, really um, disciplined in what I do. Like, I'm, I'm quite self-motivated, and I think when you're working with um, a small group of people, like, all day, every day, it's important to kind of keep that keep that self-motivation, but also, like, think about the others in the room. So um, I'm really interested in, like, the energies within spaces and how different people's energies can affect the space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when when we've been in creation, I've always been aware of what energy I am bringing and trying to make that a positive one and trying to make that a one that people can feed off in order to really create something that either choreographer would have wanted. And you mentioned um, a bit there about, uh, well, I'm interested to talk to you about your um, teaching as well Um, because you were talking about this constant um, learning process. Um, Tell us about how that feels, because obviously as a dance teacher, you you end up having both of those roles. Tell us about your teaching. Um, So I've continued to um, teach um, quite a few classes alongside Fertile Ground, which has been amazing. It's been so good that I've been able to keep both of my passions alongside each other. Um, but I feel like from the two processes and also just being in the space with um, like three incredible dancers, it's insp- it, I, I get inspired more and more. So then when I go to teach, my own process is different and maybe the things that I teach are slightly different and I have more confidence in just being able to experiment or um, to play with the kind of things that I teach, especially to... Um, to the younger ones like, I like to challenge them mm-hmm. a little bit earlier just so then they kind of like in a safe environment just so they can kind of like experience a little bit of creativity or a little bit of improvisation well it sounds like you're learning so much through this experience and then also being able to pass that on to some of the future dancers potentially up in the northeast of England um, what's next for you? What are you looking forward to sort of for your own career and your own development? You're talking about the work that you're doing with the company now and your your two passions of uh, performing and teaching. What what are you liking, sort of thinking about doing, would like to do in the future? Um, so I would hope to keep up my teaching throughout. So I, I do have a real passion for teaching and um, I would always want to have at least a couple of classes a week to deliver just so just because I, I, I love it um, so after the Fertile Ground contract ends 
um, I have a contract coming up with another northeast based choreographer, so um, I'll have that for the autumn. And then from there, I just really hope to keep dancing, to keep auditioning, and just to keep on like growing my practice. And yeah, hopefully, just keep keep on dancing. Well, I'm I I'm, I hope that there is continued opportunities for you in the northeast of England, and uh, I know that it must be you know really important for you to be able to you know dance locally um as well i think that must be is that quite important to you yeah yeah so i think i would love the northeast to remain my base so i would really hope that there would be continued opportunities within the northeast so then i can do what i love but also stay within the region like that's something that's quite important to me it sounds like a, a, a great aspiration and, and it to be, and also you're an inspiration to other young future dancers in the local area who, who would be able to think, well, actually, I can have a career in the Northeast and it will be amazing and you'll do really interesting work with really interesting choreographers and you can have a, a, a full uh, dance life. So... Good luck with it in the future and good luck with your ongoing tour. Um, Fully Grounded is touring until the 21st of July, is that right? Yeah, that's perfect, yeah. yeah. And, okay, so to make sure that uh, you check out the company's website for the tour dates and locations, that's fertileground.org.uk. Thank you so much for talking to us today. Thank you so much. Thanks. See you later. Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.